Hallelujah. How many of you are happy to be in the house of the Lord on Christmas Sunday? Amen. We're so very excited to have all of you here, all the families, all the guests, friends, whatever. We're glad that you made it here this morning. We have a few announcements we're going to make real quick. Tonight is Youth Sunday. And this, this, yes, it's an awesome time, wonderful time. And I say this quite often, but this is a simply a, a youth-led service. It's not, it's not a service just for the youth, but simply a youth-led service. So please be here tonight. Bring friends, family. Come expecting a mighty move of God, listening to our youth pastor, who's always does a phenomenal job speaking. So note that down tonight. And then also, next Sunday, December 24th, is Christmas Eve, and there will be one service here in the auditorium it will be a candlelight service there's no Sunday school classes and it's just one service at 10 a.m. so if you and your family would like to come and dedicate a little bit of time to the Lord there will be one service at 10 a.m. a candlelight service next Sunday so now at this time we're just going to transition back to more worshiping more praising of God praising the Savior that came down and robed himself in flesh for our sins and for our transgressions and there's nothing more greater than that on Christmas. Amen. Come see the baby crib for a bed. His mother Mary laid down his sweet head. The starlight was shining. The wise men were led. Come see the baby. His name is wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father, Emmanuel, Holy One, Son of God, Savior of the world. Come and adore Him. 
unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. All that I 
Cause you got a lion inside of those 
King of kings and the Lord of lords. God, we rededicate our lives to you. It's your breath in our lungs. Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Choices beyond the breaks 
So this morning we want to take and receive our annual Christmas for Christ offering that this special offering it funds the building of new churches in North America. It's a great thing to give to, to be able to build churches all across this country. And we'll be placing our offering, instead of ushers coming to you, you can place the offering in uh, the cradle or in the manger. You know, sometimes you want to give your money to God, but you want to physically see it. Now here's your chance. You can literally hand it to him, to baby Jesus in the manger here, and give your offerings today. You can give your, uh, your regular tithe and your offering as well, but to give also your Christmas for Christ offering here in this manger and also give what you feel blessed to give and let's continue to worship God this morning. We are appreciative of every single person that's here, every visitor, every guest, and we look forward to moving through this service with you.
Baby 
an atmospheric pressure has been released from heaven into this place. Each of us in attendance here today and perhaps those online are experiencing the phenomenon of life that began in heaven. God created Adam and Eve. We are descendants of that creation. We have been given the unique privilege of multiplying life. The beauty of enjoying the heavenly realm of spiritual empowerment, wisdom, and glory. It is no short thing that we come to moments like this. We challenge the fears, the unbelief. We challenge the Goliaths of massive creativity among us. And we challenge the weakness that would try to rob and steal from the family, from the individual, and from our nation. But we rise to occasions to celebrate and to purposefully look again at where we came from and to where we are going. It is with one of the most joyful and powerful things to preach his gospel, to teach us about him, and then to excite our vision and our future with his strength, his wisdom, his mercy, his love, his kindness, his joy, he has paraded everything that you need in the showcase of his word. I come to you today because he couldn't be here in person, so he sent me. A joy today at the celebration that we are celebrating these next few days. I, uh, did, did we get the... Overhead, I, I, I want to shorten the verbiage, and to do that, sometimes it's almost nece necessary to put pictures because pictures tell you so much more. And I trust that long after this meeting today, what these children and the youth and the singers have brought into this atmosphere. There is no weapon formed against the powers of the word and the spirit of the resurrection. We celebrate Jesus Christ today. Our goal has got to become a part of our vision or our vision has to become a part of our goal. So we look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so today, I encourage you, as we celebrate life and its abundance, that we take advantage of the abundance of life and that we look into historical values and virtues. And these pictures were not created 
by Pentecostals. These pictures were created by this world. It was phenomenal as I paraded through the varied levels of things that perhaps we could look at and sense the glory of this celebration of this period of life. And so you see how that the people looking on have captivated the pictures of life we came from and we I start at the bottom, if you will. Your goal with your life must be something that you hang on the wall of your heart and your thought patterns. It never is an advantage to just drift with the tide of things happening. The Bible says make your calling and your election sure. What he's saying is get a goal in your heart and get a vision of how to get there. Find helps that can give you energy and wisdom and strength and power to negotiate because he said, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials that have come to try you. If you've never had a trial, I'd like for you to stand right now. I just want to make sure that we are looking on and realizing he is not able to lie. He has not lied, he will not lie, and he will be the truth forever. He is perpendicular with life. He is able to be in every place with his spirit, listening to your most feeble plea and to look in on your most needful need. We celebrate Christmas because of that kind of thing. We actually have church services regularly because we eat regularly. How many of you felt like you expanded real quickly after eating one egg? You don't feel it, but I tell you, your body enjoys it. And if you got the right egg, the taste buds satisfy something about you. You can go get on the scales and they don't do much at all over one egg. But it's nice to have an egg. It's nice to have a touch of God. You often only sense as it goes in the ear or it goes in the thought patterns of life. And you don't weigh it in. You don't necessarily know. And only the Spirit can rise up or bring it up at a right time in your life. So he doesn't say study to show yourselves approved of God because you feel good about uh, God telling you don't do this and God telling you to do this. What he is doing, he is helping you to have in your system, your head, your heart, and your energy level, all the necessities of negotiating life here and beyond the grave. And so in this, your goal with your life has to be an anchor point. Otherwise, the things going on around us, the visuals 
of hate, the visuals of killing people, the visuals of uh, sodomy and all of the things that are going on on TV and in books and, and everywhere. We need revival in America. And you came here because you care about America. You came here today because you have a confidence that there is a real God. And so today we want to exalt him in this and satisfy ourselves with this goal. It's amazing to me the tremendous ability of the book of Daniel. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time trying to show you this. But I wanted to put it up here because I want you to know that man has already paraded through the book and has been able to scheme on paper what is happening in yours and my world. It is a big world, all right, but it's a little world when it comes to me. I am in control of what I do, of what I ex ex uh, exhume, uh, put into my life. It is, I am in control of how I treat you. I am in control of how I respond to you. You are truly a phenomenon. Look around and see that person next to you and let them know you are phenomenal. You know how I know? God said, and he made you in his image. That is a critical statement. Do you realize some of you could have been a rat? Ladies and gentlemen, you are a human made in the image of the invisible God. You have been given satisfactory approval from God to land on his earth, to live in this world, breathe his air, and have the advantage of choosing his spirit. Those are phenomenal things. And so... When you look at the book of Daniel and you read about all of the things that I just showed you, it's just amazing. It's never a bad idea to be a follower if you know what you might learn and become. We have a Bible because not only did he say it, but the others gave their life for it in the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter. You can sense and see that the people that did a lot in life they found an oasis. They found a scoreboard and they found the ability to create scores that give them the advantage of winning the prize. Winning the prize is why we exercise ourselves unto godliness. Uh, that word godliness can be whatever people want it to be, but the truth is that is a spirit of God. Godliness. God is invisible. God is not visible, but he became visible in the creation of, of Mary giving us a boy, and his name is Jesus. And then when you read the Bible, it says, in Jesus dwelt all the fullness of the spirit world bodily. That's huge stuff. And that's why we come to these places like this, to eat the bread of life. The most exciting life is the Christ life. How many of you have ever seen anybody win a game without an opponent on the football field? 
Do you think you'd go just to watch a guy run from one end of the field to the other without anybody trying to bother him? You go because of the fight. You go because somebody learned how to throw a ball. You go because you think that they might be a real winner out there that's a champion. And God has sent angels, spiritual powers, to elevate you while you're on this field called terra firma or earth. And now you've got opposition. So what are you going to do? Just lay down and let it run over you? I'm not going out on a football field until I've exercised a little more. Until I've put on some more uniform that can keep me from being destroyed. So he said, put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't go to church to go to church. We go to the house of God to let the food or the bread of life and the energy of the spirit began to enthuse us and to elevate us and to bring to our mind. How many of you have ever had a time in your life that all of a sudden this thought come way back there when you was a kid? And all of a sudden you go, boop. You think, maybe I wish I was young again. Maybe I had hair at that time. Ladies and gentlemen, life is real. And we see it in every stage of the football or the baseball or the boxers or even the car manufacturers try to outdo each other. I noticed some of y'all had a car that was clean today. And I'm not going to inspect the rest. Aren't you glad that you can have a clean heart? You can tell when people have a clean heart. Clean heart comes from the foundation. And so your goal is huge. It is almost, it's just impossible to get anywhere. So everybody has difficulties. Everybody is challenged because God is going to fill heaven, his heaven, his uh, new Jerusalem with a winning crowd, people that gave in to caring, people that gave in to developing, people that gave in to learning of him. And he realizes that each of us have our own individual ability to decide how much of God we want. And it's important. Everyone has the opportunity. There is not an educational system or a creative genius of life or let me just say it like this. Nothing can rival that Bible that is in your possession today. Nothing can rival the next breath that you breathe. Nothing can rival that. 
I'm telling you, there's no weapon formed against the God of heaven. There is no weapon formed against the word of God. There is no power structure anywhere. There's not a government anywhere that can bring us through the nakedness of this life and be empowered with the robe of righteousness and the glory of victory and the enthusiasm of a spirit that can rise out of the graveyard. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today to celebrate a future that is about to come on the horizon and we want to enjoy the trip. To live life in the superlative is to live in Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And the Word became flesh and we dwelt among the glory or he dwelt among the people and we beheld the glory of the only begotten of the Father. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And ladies and gentlemen, he's watching with eyes of angels right now. It's estimated that each of us have somewhere over a thousand angels that are watching over our life, listening to our voice, watching our actions. You think that uh, all these uh, things that the earth people that can from out yonder scope the weather coming in seven days in advance? You think they're any greater than the God that gives you every breath and gives you the ability to think? No, ladies and gentlemen. It's not time to go to church to go to church. It's time to go to the house of God to get a workout and, and work out the word in our mind and to work out the spirit in our heart. And thus we begin to... Uh, could you help me real quick? Uh, you and this black-headed guy right here. Right here. Y'all know the trust position, don't you? Uh, you know it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought y'all knew it oh, as many times as I've helped you do it. Okay. You don't look like you're trusting each other to me. Okay, now just... Uh, 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 they, they, they have a little pull-along or contest right now. Stand up right quick and don't touch each other. Now, I want to show you something. Tomorrow, there's a good chance that somebody is going to hit you with a word, with an attitude, with a weird feeling. Now, he's playing God because he's two inches taller. Okay, did you see God flinch at all when I hit him? No, get back in that trust position. They that trust in the Lord and lean not to their own understanding. Now you watch God compensate for him when you get hit. Did you feel it, God? What did you do? You helped him. All right? When a big battle comes, now you better get your stabilization because hey, I'm fixing to really get hit him. That's awesome. I want to tell you that God's going to compensate and most of the way he does it is when you get a hate factor going in your head, all of a sudden the peace that passes understanding rises up over here and says that's not going to give you any profitability in life. You can get mad at one another, you can hate at one another, you can try to hurt one another, but you're going to hurt as much as them because you're going to lose your value in yourself. Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all coming to church today.
Without a vision, people just go in circles and become boring victims. And that's why that so many people are turning to drugs, alcohol, and all other kind of things. They do not see the progressiveness of life. They do not understand the progressiveness of life. They do not relate to the progressiveness of life. And thus they just go in circles. And that's why the people that are selling all kind of stuff can sell you stuff that's almost as good as what you already had. How many years it took me to say that? New is not necessarily better. Some of those old cars in the 50s could take the test of a lot of stuff. Nowadays, they've got us on this schedule of buying a new one every two years. Or thinking we've got to. You don't have to if you maintain the integrity of life. You don't have to be looking for another God. You don't have to be looking for somebody else or something else that can make your home what you really want it to be. That's why we preach the Word of God. Some people are someone that looks like a success and never becomes a true success. It is sad that I watch people follow people that are, they can't keep their marriage together, they can't keep their child-parent relationship together, and yet they're the psychologist that's going to get you out of hell. Only the word, only the resurrection, only the power of the Holy Ghost. Those are the available assets 24-7. If you wake up in the middle of the night and fear has got you, or maybe you did make a mistake and you sinned against the Lord, all you got to do is uh, repent and say, God, I realize I did wrong. Would you please forgive me? And the moment you are asking him in faith you are forgiven but it's he said you got to confess that and then if you make your neighbor mad did you want to hit him back that's Jesus would you stand up and smile at this crowd ladies and gentlemen he didn't even hit him back I was shocked I was wanting to come down there and hit him for you. Life is real, and God is more than real. He made real. I said he made real, and he wants you to be real, and he wants you to be holy, and he wants you to live godly. Godly has to do with spiritual virtues, and he wants you to obtain we went to school to learn how to negotiate certain things. I'm not going to ask you how your report card was. But I'm looking. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to win. We want to overcome. And so we learn and we look backward and then learned how to move forward in wisdom, knowledge, and application. And I'm sorry I misspelled with that application. I must have been having a phone call or something during the making of that. We also learned the failures. Man. (laughs) 
Do we have any English teachers uh, <laughs> that could help me after class today? I'm not sure how to even pronounce failures <laughs> that people went through before they finally reached their goal. I have watched a few football games in my life, and those guys jeopardize many of their limbs and their muscles, but they exercise themselves unto football schemes. Back when I was in the military, the Jews had a what they call a goon platoon. Because the Jew, Jews were smart, but they didn't exercise much. And it was amazing as we went through uh, the calisthenics and all. And so humans are designed to be creative. I can tell you if you don't create good, you'll create something that's not good. So being creative in your thinking, and I'm fixing to give you a, if you can get this, it will help you the rest of your life. God will never give you a thought that you can't make it. If you ever get a thought that you can't make it, it's the enemy trying to rob you of your future. Don't open your spiritual wallet to lying spirits. God will never tell you that you're pitiful. You may see the light turn on and you may feel pitiful. You may see strength in somebody else and against their strength you may feel weak. You may feel limited and you may wish you could be like that person. You can be whoever you choose to be. But it's following a spirit that will elevate that life to your system or what's going on. We come into this world to choose our God and our future. And most of you have heard this, but for those few of you that haven't, I'm going to say it again. I was riding down the road, told God, God, why in the world did you let Lucifer in your church? You had a paradise called Eden. Everything was perfect. And you let Lucifer come into your sanctuary? Never had God spoken to me as quick as he did that day riding down the road. And he said, I will never have a forced bride. I will never force myself on any human, but I will call every one of them, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden and burdened down with cares. I will give you rest, a rest that will arrest the pesty and the things that would rob you of your glory and your victory. Ladies and gentlemen, success and failure happen because dreams and visions happen because of faith and knowledge. God says, my people, humans are gone into captivity because of a lack of knowledge. 
God says, study to show yourselves approved of God, a workman that need not be ashamed. That means broke, miserable, wishing they had never come to earth. Too many try to end their pathos with hate, envy, theft, lack of vision, etc. So we have so much reason to praise God. If you are having any level of victory, praise his name. Here's the reason. And that he said, my people which are called by my name, if they will humble themselves... You humble yourself when you praise a another and you begin to praise the Lord. You reach the highest level of power there is because God inhabits the praise of his people and you can say praise words without praising him. But today I'd like for us to erupt and praise to the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the joy unspeakable and the full of glory that's already in this house. There are angelic hosts that are going to meet you tomorrow. I'm telling you tomorrow and sometime the week after and the month after, if you even began to let it happen, there are going to be thought patterns that come from the spirit of what these singers and worshipers have led us into. And you're going to think, man, I want more of that. Well, reach out and get it. Your faith is plenty as good. Don't you let the devil lie to you one more day that your faith is no good. Your faith is as good as anybody's in the world. It comes from God. God is our God and your faith has the right to reach into the cupboard and get the bread of life, the word of God, and apply it to your life. The birth of Christ, the beginning of life, exalted and exhibited in its intended form. The first Adam forfeited his rights and had no place to renew their life. You were made in the image of the Adam, you are reaching to be the second Adam. That's what the book refers to Jesus Christ, the second Adam. Because both of them were born of God. God created the first Adam. And because of sin, he became a sinful creature. And he was a defeated Adam. The second Adam was the God of glory. And he revealed in 33 and a half years the glory of a God and a genius life that is available. This month, we celebrate life's potential. I am with you now, he said, but I shall be in you. I want to tell you and remind you you didn't talk in tongues and get baptized with the Holy Ghost and get baptized with the name of Jesus just to talk in tongues. Don't think just talking in tongues is, is the deal. All you got to do is go to 1 Corinthians 13 where they're having all kind of problems with tongue-talking people. Okay? 1 Corinthians 13, verse, verse 1, he challenges people that talk in tongues. And he says, though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or tinkling cymbal. You can call yourself what you want to call yourself, but you can look in the mirror and find out if you are him. Because the mirror is looking into anything you have not forgiven yourself of 
or have not forgiven others of. And so it's important that you look into the Word of God, the mirror of life. And so if you want to live in that victorious, whoo, I got over that one, and I got over that one, and I got over this, and I got over that. And the first thing you know, everything that you've been doing is written in the Lamb's book of life. And that's why when he gets to the book of Revelation, and he said the books shall be, books, 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 books shall be open, And you will get the reward of every time you... Yeah, I got it. I got over it. I'm not going to live underneath somebody's jab and uh, and then their gossip or whatever they want to do. I am in Christ Jesus, a new creation. All things are new and all things are becoming new. I refuse to live in yesterday's mess. I am today in Jesus Christ, a new creation, and I worship him because he's worthy of all my praise. A well of water springing up into everlasting life. Not one person of wealth or success in this world can afford you the promise of power-filled life beyond the grave. I've had those days when this happened, that happened, and I thought, man, this is heavenly. The Bible said, I hath not seen Ear hath not heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Stand up there. If you want to hear some good preaching tonight, it's going to be good. I don't care how skinny his trousers are against mine. This guy is going to break bread tonight. You're not doing wrong letting your young people come to this house. Every month this man preaches the things of God and you all felt the glory of this worship service. And, and it's, it's just phenomenal what God is doing through pitiful people. Don't be looking at him. You're the one I'm talking to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, all of us are pitiful in some way or another. We need Jesus in 2024. When we go through this Christmas season... And that's what we're dealing with. And that's why I'm going back and picking up all of this. I want us to know tomorrow is already planned. That victory belongs to the kingdom people. Tomorrow God already has his assets in place. You can carry checks to the window of prayer and cash them there and get all of the power you need and the wealth you need to be able to conquer tomorrow. I'm telling you there's going to be a lot of hell breaking loose but the people of God are going to jump over another one and we're going to jump over another one. We're not going under because there's bad things happening. We are in Christ Jesus a new creation and all things are becoming new because we're getting new battles. How many of you are facing things you didn't have to face when you was a a year, 20 years ago? We're all facing new stuff. The devil understands God. 
He understands people. But he's the deceiver. He don't have a heaven. He don't own a heaven. He is in hell. And some of you may not have heard me preach on hell may not be as bad as you think, but look at Luke 16 sometime. Not, not while I'm preaching. The singers are coming because I'm just about through. Today, I'd say today, I want to hear from heaven. I want to hear the bread. I want to feel and experience the spirit of victory. You don't have to feel like you deserve anything because none of us deserve what he's going to give you. Forgive yourself. Look in the word, the mirror, and forgive yourself. I don't care how much you've got stacked up against you. Forgive yourself. Forgiveness frees you. Now, God forgives you in advance. He already has an allocation called the blood, the word, and the Holy Spirit. He's already allocated those to whosoever will. So when you go to a place, and, and you don't actually have to get on your knees to do it. We do it as a physical semblance. But you can ask forgiveness while you're sitting and you can get forgiveness within those split seconds because that's how quick your next breath is. Just take one good inhaling breath. That was life. Now, just hold your breath for about three minutes. You're dying because you're going to be going. Can I breathe? Forgiveness is already in place. All you have to do is respond to Jesus and let him know, I know that I have not done right. And I want your forgiveness and your mercy to move into my life. Say, Pastor, is that all there is to it? That's, that's part of it. That's the start. You didn't get so good looking after one breath. Most of you came out kicking, screaming, bothering everybody around. No, you, you're born. Repentance, baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, and the unfilling of the Holy Ghost. You don't feel like a phenomenal person at that point. But he that worketh in you brings the glory. And so today we have this treasure. Somebody say treasure. You will not own anything and you will not possess anything any greater than the Holy Ghost the power of God unto salvation. Now you can squeeze it back and keep it locked up somewhere in memories yesterday 
And that's why it says in the Bible, you are saved by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Well, that, that gets bigger, bigger because that breath of the Spirit. We are troubled. He never has indicated that you're not going to have trouble. He's never indicated that because you join Him in this parade of life of victory. He said many are the temptations. Many deceivers would come and try to tell you, you don't have to obey God. Just sign up somewhere. No. You're becoming a child of the king. Persecuted but not forsaken. Cast down but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest come to life. We which live are always, somebody say always, delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. That the life, somebody say the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So we realize death worketh in us, but life in us. We having the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. We have only tasted a little bit of all that's about to happen in the finale of life. Could we stand? The singers are singing. And for the sake of those who your faith and confidence in God and you would just like to make a little statement of faith by coming down to the front and we have veteran men and women men and women that love and care and they will share a word of prayer with you in the name of Jesus all over this building you don't have to come to the front but if I were you, I would take a minute and confess to God what my goal is. What is my goal? I want to be like you, Jesus. I want to be Christ. And I need your spirit. And I need your word to become you. And I am plenty patient. I will walk. I will observe the principles of the faith. If you have to leave, please don't feel bad. If you need to leave and go, please never feel bad. We just want you to know we care. We're going to do everything we can to upgrade the spiritual virtue of Lamar County and surrounding
Jesus in the street.